Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The NFL has this update on the actual game and the Week 18 schedule. NFL continues to be in regular contact with the medical team for DeMar Hamlin. After speaking with both teams, the NFLPA leadership, NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell informed the clubs today that the game will not be resumed this week. The NFL has made no decision regarding the possible resumption of the game at a later date. The league has not made any changes to the Week 18 regular season schedule, and they will continue to provide additional information as it becomes available. Mike, what do you think about all of this? Uh, well, first of all, obviously the biggest concern is Demar Hamlin's health, and we're all praying and hoping that he's going to be okay, and that's still in the balance right now and and you know i i speak for everyone in the nfl community i think because i've been communicating with players and coaches and executives and and owners and it's you know that's that's the paramount concern and yeah um you know they have to it is a business and they have to figure out how to go on and they will and whether that game is played or not they there will be a way it won't be perfect but um you know it, it's certainly understandable that they would not try to wedge this game in now um you know the NFL has insisted that they were never considering continuing that game it, it sure looked otherwise in terms of what was being reported on television and the radio and, and body language. Um, but, you know, I've been through a lot uh, of scary situations covering the NFL as long as I have. There have been near deaths. There have been tragedies uh, preceding games. And uh, there have been tragedies that transcend football, such as 9-11. And in almost every case, um, the impulse from the league at least initially, has been the wheels of commerce don't stop. We will play. We have to play these games. That includes COVID, by the way. And in most cases, the players have had the right instincts, which is, hey, calm down. Let's take a beat. This is heavy. Let's get our bearings and then decide whether we're going to deal with football or not. And, um, you know, I know players get stigmatized a lot as these, kind of, you know, self-centered, uh, myopic, uh, you know, uh, shallow people. And I, I'm just telling you, in my experience, they've been the ones who've been on the right side of it and who have perspective and who get it. And the people in charge of the business have tended to be on the wrong side of it. So with all that said, I'm just glad they didn't keep playing last night. Uh, I'm glad they're not going to play this week. And, uh, you know, I think we're all just kind of on pause while we 
wait for hopefully some good news. That's well put, Mike, and I think it gives uh, everybody in the NFL time to focus on what's important, which is DeMar Hamlin and hopefully his speedy recovery and his eventual recovery to to being able to to get out of the hospital at some point and, and just make it back to, to being a healthy human being. And there's really no easy way to transition to football on the field, but you know we're going to have football again come Saturday, week 18, and a 49er team that's going to look to Maybe secure a top seed, but first let's look back at that that Raider game. What were your takeaways from a defense that gave up 500 yards to the Raiders and, and Brock Purdy, who seemed to take another step toward being the real deal? Well, as far as Brock Purdy, um, you know, it's kind of what we've been waiting to see. And through no fault of his own, he had not really played from behind. You know, I guess they were technically behind when he came in for Jimmy against the Dolphins. But, you know, he hadn't had to gut out a game, hadn't played from behind, hadn't been, uh, you know, in that tough of a circumstance. And here he was, and he brought him back from down 10. Wasn't perfect, threw a pick, got some help from the defense when they intercepted it right back, um, you know, put them in position to win in regulation. Um, again, got some help on a ball that popped up into the air that Brandon Ayuk was able to track and, and catch. And um, and then even after the missed field goal, uh, the defense, for all of the yards they gave up at points, uh, they did make a big play, both uh, pushing Colton Miller into Stidham, the ball going up high, and then whereas Brandon Ayuk had been in position to bail out his quarterback, there was no one in position to bail out Stidham and uh, you know, you can't take those interceptions for granted, as I'm sure every 49er fan would agree who witnessed the NFC Championship game last year. So Tayshawn Gibson went and made a play and caught it uh, and, you know, went 56 yards. So good win for them. Uh, you know, I don't think people need to freak out about the defense. They've been so good for so much of the year. Um, you know, you're not going to be dominant every single game. Uh, if you're going to have a game where you get um, messed with a little bit. Much better to have it be now than two weeks from now or after that. Um, the Raiders do have a ton of weapons and Stidham was getting the ball out and um, you know, I, I'm sure it's human nature to maybe ease up a little bit. You know, And, and that's the thing. Football is an intense game and, and you know, not to bring it back to the circumstances of last night, but I, I just think people on the outside don't always realize how heavy it is and um, what these guys have to do mentally and emotionally to get into that space to have that edge. And the 49ers have been a team that has been able to find that edge over and over through long stretches uh, after it hadn't been there. Last year we saw that happen after the 3-5 and five start. This year after a 3-4 and four start. And, and it's really... Uh, it's not something that should be taken for granted. It's really, really hard to do collectively, individually. And, um, you know, they go to a, a pretty crazy space on Sundays. And um, and so, yeah, you know, with Hamlet, it's obviously paramount is his health and how's he going to be. But when I say they shouldn't play, I'm thinking about the people who were there on both teams and especially the Bills who saw – you know, as someone that they work with and care about, um, you know, who saw that happen. And, and so there is a mental health issue to, you know, be reckoned with, too. It's, you know, it's something that happened at the workplace and their work is different than we can fathom. And they they really do go into these games believing that it could be the end and maybe the end is a torn ACL they never recover from 
or maybe it's worse. And they have they know that on some level, and they they go to that space for our entertainment. And um, you know, I I just think asking them to go back out after they've been eyewitnesses to to that and are dealing with the aftermath of that is a lot. And I, I bring this back to a 2012 game in Kansas City that I covered for Yahoo when Javon Belcher, then a linebacker for the Chiefs on Saturday, had uh, murdered his girlfriend in front of their three-year-old, went to the team facility, and then took his own life with a gun with his head coach, Romeo Cornell, general manager Scott Pioli, and another coach standing there right there trying to talk him out of it at the workplace. I mean, I just can't imagine anything more traumatic. And the players knew about it and it, it were right there not eyewitnesses but it happened while they were at work so uh they played the next day i was not in favor of it before that happened i still can't believe they did it uh, i covered it i wrote about it um, i talked to players afterwards and saw the raw emotions and it was a lot and i, I just hope we're getting to a place where we can take the mental health of the people um, who experience this in the workplace um, into account as we make these decisions. Yeah, no doubt. I think it's all well said. Mike Silver with us here with it in Dibs, 95-7 the game. There's so much going on uh, and involved in all of these. The decisions that are being made, the uh, the experience the players are having, that it's it's hard for us to uh, uh, to uh, to really understand, I think, at a, at a fully, fully educated level. Um, soldiering on with it, you know, I know your original answer was talking a little bit about the uh, the 49er Raider experience and, and you said something in particular that stood out about the defense you said I don't think uh, this was a game uh, where fans should freak out about the defense I had, a, I had a former NFL player tell me that he sort of thought this said something about the play of Derek Carr that Derek Carr checks it down so much that the 49ers got caught not no, not expecting this, not knowing what was coming because none of it was on tape, and that's why Stidham was allowed or able to throw the ball downfield as much as uh, as he did. Do you do you agree with that assessment? Well, look, I've heard a lot of things um, leading into this about the flaws with that offense and that scheme and the play calling, and uh, that's not just. You know, people on the outside, that's coming from inside the house, right? Uh, players and others have been saying that. And um, and then you saw Jared Stedham, a very unaccomplished quarterback, uh, come in and do it differently. And all of a sudden, the offense looked a lot better. And the playmakers were getting the ball. And that would be the counterpoint, right? So I, I know Josh McDaniels really well. I know Derek Carr really well. I respect the heck out of both of them and um you know something wasn't working in year one of an offense with a a veteran quarterback and a coach who's had a lot of success calling plays Uh, the patriots have gotten worse with josh mcdaniel's gone um and the raiders certainly would have been worse for most of these last nine years um you know without Derek carr i just uh you know i i think we still need to kind of sort through the pieces, but clearly there was a disconnect, and uh, I'm not saying Jared Stidham's going to do this every week, but there's a different approach um, you know, when you have Josh Jacobs and Devontae Adams and Darren Waller that, um, you know, can hopefully for the Raiders be effective. Just Devontae Adams, I mean, the more you think about the performance that he put on, is he, would you put him on the short list of best receivers in the NFL 
Oh yeah, yeah, and I have been for for years. And uh, you know, receivers uh, don't have total control, right? They have to. You know, Devont- DeAndre Hopkins is an incredible receiver. Does he look as good with Trace McSorley as his quarterback? Uh, no, he does not. Uh, but um, you know, so it's. But when we look at receivers, yeah, I mean, Devontae Adams, he's incredible at getting off the ball. Um, you know, is incredible with the ball in the air, as we saw in that game. And uh, and just, you know, one of the truly good people, you know, who, who cares about his team and his craft and uh, is accountable. He, you know, he's had some bad moments, like when he collided with the uh, camera guy after the disappointing loss. He apologized for that, but for the most part, he's an incredible story for East Palo Alto uh, and, you know, experienced a lot in his childhood and, and has done it the right way, so really proud of him in general. Um, he, he's also a guy who, you know, came to the Raiders partly because his dream was to play with his close friend Derek Carr, his college teammate. Obviously, things have not gone well, and Derek Carr got benched and will never play for the Raiders again, most likely, and he could have pouted or not been himself. Uh, if anything, he just raised his game. So you got to give him a ton of credit. And yeah, you know, look, the Chiefs shredded the Niners. They were not fully healthy that game, but that was an eye opener. Um, you know, this happened with Jared Stidham. That is going to freak some people out. I, I don't think it means that they've been exposed, but you always wonder, right? In, in 2018, the Rams. I covered that game in Chicago late in the season, that Monday night game where they, uh, Monday night, Sunday night maybe, and uh, they just, uh, you know, they did not uh, play well, and the Bears defense messed with them, and that kind of became a blueprint that uh, Belichick was able to draw from in that Super Bowl, and ultimately Sean McVay had to kind of, uh, evolve his offensive approach because of some of the things that Vic Fangio's defense in that game, uh, you know, made problematic for the Rams. So you always wonder, but uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not a schematic uh, genius, but it seems to me that that was just one of those rough days. Mike Silver with us, Willard and Dibs. Hey, Mike, uh, real, real quick, how do you think the 49ers play this weekend? Uh, with, you know, they'll know what's going on with the Eagles. The Eagles games at ten. How aggressive do you think the 49ers play this one? Well, even if the Eagles, um, you know, even if the Eagles win that game, I still think two is better than three. And I think, you know, because you believe you have to win, uh, you know, with Minnesota uh, possibly winning and then taking the two back, um, I think you do play to win. Unfortunately, you're playing a team that I think, you know, the cars will be right. You know, they're not at home. But if they were, if the Cardinals were at home, their cars would be running at halftime. They'd be paying right. at halftime. Like just they started up for me because you know this one's over and I'm out of here. Um, I, you know, look, I, I think Kyle Shanahan has enunciated this pretty well. Every coach feels differently about it. I don't believe there's a right way. I'm personally a fan of not subjecting guys to injury. I remember when Wes Welker got a serious injury in a game he didn't have to be playing before the playoffs in New England, and I'm like, you know, you you just hate that. But um, I don't believe there's a hard and fast answer. I, I, I know what Kyle believes based on what he's enunciated, and I think it's reasonable. And he said, look, there's a risk in injury, but there's also a risk in telling football players to turn it off for a while, and this goes back to what we talked about before, that crazy edge, and then telling them to be at their absolute best collectively and individually 
um, you know, a couple weeks later when the playoffs start. You want them to keep getting better and keep having that edge. And so coming off a loss, technically needing to play, I think Kyle's going to play to win. But I, with the caveat that if it's somebody who is important and could hurt themselves more uh, based on what they already have, you know, if Drake Greenlaw's back is a thing, but you think he's going to be okay for that first playoff game, but he could hurt it more, then you try to win this one without Drake Greenlaw. You know, you make that call on Debo, right? So he's got to make those calls. And I think during the game, if you start to feel comfortable with a lead and the way things are trending, you can you can try to, you know, make some decisions. Uh, Purdy's an interesting case because you obviously – feel like he's very, very important, but he has so few reps live that you also want to get him as much experience as possible. Um, you know, so I think I think you'll just see Kyle go in as though he's trying to win uh, with that caveat that, you know, he's going to err on the side of caution with players who already have injuries and then try to vibe it out as he goes through it. Huge competitive advantage knowing that the two teams that they're competing for seeds will have already played the majority of their games before that. Yeah. It's, oh well, if Minnesota's early, then yeah, I see. Okay, I, yeah. I'm not looking. Yeah, yeah, I think Vikings it's I think it's early. actually the other way around. It's the Vikings that are early. The Eagles uh, it, it kick is alongside the yeah, 49ers in the late okay, window. Okay. So, so that's right. what it is so now. Yeah. If you decide you don't really care about the one, and the Vikings uh, lose, then you can not worry about it. If the Vikings win, you have to win. If you want the two, I think the one's more important. I you know the I agree. The three. They're going to go to Minnesota potentially if Minnesota wins and have to play in a dome. I, I don't think that freaks them out. Right. But I do think you can get the one, the extra week of rest, and know that you're home the whole time. So I think the way the Eagles are playing with Minshew, I think you have to go for it. Uh, Mike, great stuff, man. Thank you for coming on. Appreciate it so much Thanks, always. Mike. All right. Thank you very much. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 